you getting yourself ready for our show? Bobby Rose Beef here, another Jigs and Bigs on uh, Tuesday for you. We got Sean the Fisherman in the house. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. I got double IPAs in the control room. It's just absolute madness. Uh, there's, there's, it's been a big, big week, really. Big week for me. Uh, we got boat show information for you guys. We got the Springfield Sportsman Show details. That's coming up as well. Uh, we got uh, some environmental shit that we kind of want to like scratch our heads about because we're not 100% sure what's going on. And maybe some of you guys know. I don't know. We'll figure all this shit out. We got all kinds of good stuff for you. And, oh, we're kicking th- 2023 off right with an FTG for the uh, the masses today. This one comes uh, for Eyewitness Account, the one and only Sean the Fisherman. You're not going to want to miss it. Guys, go get yourself something delicious. Maybe something that's of the ruby red variety. And uh, we'll see you guys in about uh, about 40 seconds here. Uh, we get this rock and roll going here. Jigs and Bigs right after this. Yeah, medicinal KFC. That's what we got going on over here. Nice, nice. Now I'm wearing a a hoodie that I bought last last fall when I did a music round uh, about KFC uh, uh, famous bowls, and um, I just wanted to kind of riff off of it. And I actually, Sean, you were with me at the Biggie when we saw this guy walking around with this hoodie on. Yes, like, we were jealous and laughed. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty funny. So I'm I'm happy about it. Everything is good. We got a whole bunch of jig heads in the house tonight. We got Rub Drummond, Rub Rub, Rub Drummond. We got Rob Drummond all the way from the uh, the 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 Gulf area. We've got uh, Ellie Noel with us. We got Tim O'Keefe in the house. We got uh, who else do we have? We got I know Nelson's in here. We got Biggest Nickus. I think he's still floating around. I mean, we've just got we've got jig heads on jig heads on jig heads. There's gravy fishing. It's officially a party. Uh, it's always a party. We got gravy fishing here. And uh, <laughs> he comments. He says, he says, I almost lost my shit on a boat today. Three people in a John boat, two kids and a dad. No PFDs or nothing. Stupid fucks. Now, there's uh, we're going to hear a little bit more about this. I'm curious about the body of water specifically that Gravy's talking about here. Uh, I really kind of want to know what what lake Gravy's talking about here. Um, Sean, I don't know if you caught any of that, but uh, Gravy chimes in. He says uh, this comment here about almost losing his shit on a boat today with three people in a John boat, uh, two of them being kids and a dad with no PFDs. Does that sound familiar? I'm going to text him and see if that's the, uh, the same body the same of water FTG candidate that, uh, yeah. that I saw today and fired me up. Yeah, maybe it's a it's a it's another uh, maybe it's like a national holiday, like absolute morons. You know, I, I don't know. We'll find out what the deal is, guys. Uh, you guys all know that my Internet here in Holyoke, Massachusetts sucks the fat one. So to our uh, our live streaming friends that are our jig heads that are watching this, I apologize if uh Things suck on my end. It's it's out of my control, folks. I apologize. Oh, we got loaded potato in here too. Uh, currently hiding in his basement. Oh, biggest Nickus is up so, north. 
Biggest Nickus, why why was I not given any sort of a, a, a heads up that we could have all hung out or something? I'm what the fuck? I'm very upset now. You know, Friday night call, Friday night was fun, Mark. but it could have been that much more fun. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just and saying. Uh, we we just got confirmation from Gravy that in fact I didn't even have to ask. He sent me the location. It was the same, same body motherfuckers. Water. Yeah. Now, Gravy, what else did you notice besides no PFDs? Because I saw jeans and sweatshirts, and we'll get into that in the FT. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's called okay. So I was curious. Maybe maybe we had two different bodies of water. Maybe two different similar situations that were popping up. Maybe it's just a fact that let's let's face it. We do not have seasonable weather in uh, New England right now in February. We, d- we don't. We've got, I've got open water all over the place. I'm planning on fishing a top secret pond with fishing with Becca during the sportsman show. Like there's, there's, this new shit has come to light here. Your boy is on the board for 2023. Um, I think I might have actually beat my record for earliest fish of the year caught, but by like maybe like five to six days. Like it was really, really close. I gotta double check those numbers, but uh, same species too for for what that's worth. But uh, Sean, you literally like if I go if I were to go out to your truck right now, it probably would still be warm. Like you yep. just got back from the Boston Boat Show. Why don't you go ahead and start with all this stuff, the freshest information, everything else? Well, I'm going to definitely get into what we did at the boat show today and all the shenanigans that occurred and all the greatness and hanging out with the Three Bells crew. But first, mm-hmm. I want to follow up on yes. something I said now last week on our show. Now, we said That's a right. lot of stuff last week, all right? We really did. But there's one thing I regret saying because I got called out on it. I was completely wrong. I was shamed. Oh, okay. and, and, what was and, it? When, and I, I had realized it first, and then I got the, the text message with uh, a throat clear uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. um i made mention that during one of our rants last week one of multiple that none of yeah none of my family or friends listened to the show and i was okay with it it's not oh, really that's the right. audience yeah. yeah and then i got a scathing text from cousin john oh yeah from cousin john yeah 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 <laughs> and i had realized that the day before he sent the text i said oh shit john listens yeah so cu- cousin john I apologize for not labeling you as a family listener of the show and nothing else on the show. Do I apologize? I, 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 I like to think that that you use that in a term of meaning that like cousin John is not listening out of obligation because he's a family member. He's listening because this show is fucking amazing. And uh, he is also amazing, uh, both as. As as an angler and uh, just as an all around good guy, so I mean, I kind of think that that there's some gray area there that could be played with. I also want to make mention too that uh, what I think is amazing is that that um, I have some family that does listen to this show. Some of them it's accidental. Others, like my mom, hey mom, do listen to this show despite my language, and she does. Uh, share her opinion about some of the shit that I say sometimes, <laughs> which I love. I think it's absolutely fabulous. I think it's great. My folks are uh, they're they're vacationing right now, so they're going to be uh, down south for like another three weeks at least, and uh, they're going to be doing their thing. But apparently, they're having a good time, so good for them. I'm psyched for them. Um, I don't know that they're going to do any fishing though. I'm not sure. I doubt it. Probably lots of uh. Partying and eating. Lots of this. Lots of drinking and, and having a good time and visiting family. So that's going to be a good thing. Um, man, all kinds of good stuff. We got we got some good shit in here. Uh, Gravy chimes in. He follows up. He says, uh, no, no wetsuits or dry suits. Interacted with them for a minute and asked if they, if they 
and they said that they didn't need any, that the water wasn't deep. Oh, God. Yeah, it's not a state law or anything, so yeah. don't worry about it. It's oh. fucking water's, water's shallow. I, yeah. I forgot that addendum to the law, and I'm going off. On, well, if you're an expert. Bobby, yeah. Bobby, do me a favor. This is going to, just because Gravy saw it, too. Do you want to get to it now? Do you want to just do you, it? You have the FTG. I, 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 here we go. You ready? The can of worms is opened. We might as well just go with it. So let me let me set the scenario here. I'm going to tell my point of view because Gravy obviously was on the water and got a close up. We have a body of water in Massachusetts at the Mass, the Mass Pike Route 90 splits in half. You get yep. you're right on the water on both sides, and there's a tunnel that goes underneath the pike. Well, we. I was, I was driving by on my way out to Boston, and I happened to look at the north side. I looked at the south side first. I said, oh, there's a little bit of ice here and there on the south side, which is not uncommon for Massachusetts waters right now to have some skim ice. I saw skim ice today as far out as Worcester. So if there's skim ice, chances are the water's really not warmer than hmm, 42, 43 degrees. At the highest. Right? Yeah. At the absolute. I'm giving a lot of leeway here. Yeah. Um, and was not up to 50. So there's 120. We're 30 degrees under. Um, when I looked north, there was a, 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 an adult male and two juvenile males, all of them standing up in a fucking John boat, no life preservers, no PFDs wearing jeans and a sweatshirt. So if they go in, they're fucked. And just to, uh, just to add to that, you see gravy. Thank you for having a fish finder. Gravy says the water was 39 degrees. 39 gravy. This is our, degrees. this is our FTG. I'm going to give gravy equal credit because he's yes. feeding me some good details here that I am obviously not able to get when may, maybe you're maybe not speeding by on the pike at 85 to 90 miles an hour. That's yep. nobody's business. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I just shook my head. I called you immediately and said, well, we got our FTG, our FTG for the week. Cause I just saw this fucking shit show playing out. And if I remember right, where they were fishing, that was at least four to five feet deep. So they're dead. Oh, they're yeah. up on the mass pike within five minutes, screaming for help, and fucking somebody's got to call the cops because the nearest ramp they were they were <clears throat> excuse me closest to one of them's about a half mile to three quarters away, and the other one I think is a half mile even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking smart. Good, they know better. So I'm just gonna go ahead and reread that gravy fishing. Talk to them. All right. Um, he, he said, no wetsuits or dry suits. I agree. Yep. I interacted with them for a minute, says Gravy. He asked, and they said, they didn't need it. Water wasn't deep. <sighs> Neither is the gene pool, apparently. Oh, yeah. Fucking, this is just insane. And, you know, I don't, deep, deep I don't, or not, when you hit cold water, your body reacts by going, <gasps> game yeah. over, man. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I just... I just don't. And, and then they're wearing jeans, yeah. which uh, to my knowledge, jeans aren't very buoyant. You get them wet, you're going to sink. I just, I, I'm just, I don't know. I mentioned it to Ken when I got to Boston. Yeah. And uh, he's like, that fucking shit pisses me off. We all know, especially Ken, you know, Ken, yeah. Ken lived the horror story. Oh tried yeah. To get First people hand. To avoid. Yep. And it just, it just doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. No, anymore. It, like I don't, I, Anybody can say what they want about me or my opinions, yep. but I don't want to see people die needlessly. Yeah, exactly. Is that wrong? It, it is the shittiest feeling to be like, told you, when somebody dies. Like, it's that's not a good feeling. I know people who like to, told you so. Well, you should have listened to what the fuck I said. You know, and that generally has a good feeling, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, it sucks. I, I'm I'm and sorry it, I had to watch that. I'm, Ellie chimes in here. I, I remember she, she told me this story. She says, so I've fallen through the ice before. Instant non-functioning. You don't know what's up or down. I agree 100%. And, and what's what's a better better way to just at least have an insurance policy? You know, anything that you can to put the odds in your favor, a PFD is a big deal. Because yeah. if you can't function, it will. And and even and Gravy's now saying where he was, where they were at, it was six to eight feet. Yeah. Okay. They launched from the woods, so their nearest launch was still. Man, if it was the woods, that's still, man, at least a couple hundred yards. You ain't you ain't swimming that. No, you're going up on the Mass Pike and pleading for help. Yeah. Exactly. The bottom line is, I mean, I, I I've said this over and over again. You can buy a three millimeter a three millimeter wetsuit. Yep. In two pieces that goes under your sweatshirt and under your jeans. Even though you still have to wear your life preserver, your PFD by um, state law yeah. until May 15th, and then you have to have it in the boat. Like, if you go in the water, you're going to live. Yep. Hands so, down. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I, I know. We're it's fucking just, coming in insane. hot today. Fucking- We're 13 minutes in. And we already just blasted the FTG because it's that good. It's that it's fucking good. Fu- I think to 2023 is just going to be the year of the dumbass. It's not that good. It's bad. We don't want to see this shit. Fucking, I don't want to read in the paper. Oh, if man and two sons fucking die in fishing accident because they were out dicking around in 39 degree water, fucking not thinking. Yep. I mean, I bet you the guy was drinking too. Gravy, was he drinking? Can you confirm can that? Can we confirm if he was drinking gravy? Was he, was he fucking giving the kids alcohol too? I mean, what the fuck? You're damn right. Jerry House chimes in and says, it's only the beginning of PFD slash FTGs. It's true. And we're going to hand them out uh, routinely all the way through. I think that 2023 might be the year where it's just like they're trying. They're trying to get Jigs and Bigs famous on FTG <laughs> by just showing up. Also, also uh, Gravy, another question. I'm sure we'll get back to this. Did did they do anything? Oh, no drinking. Thank no you, drinking Gravy. No drinking that he saw. Gravy, did they? Um, were, did you alert them that it was, in fact, a state law? Because I love that. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking oh, yeah. shallow. Fuck you, assholes. Idiots. Idiots. Fuck. I mean, it, there's a certain point where you're just like, oh, this must be population control. Your yeah. level of intelligence. Okay. All right. I love uh, I love seeing, um, you know, evolution theory on display. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> fantastic. Fuck. Oh. Fuck. Well, you know what? Let me, let me transition real quick before we'll do we get a quick to the Boston Boat Show. Um, another... Another little fucking cute incident that had me screaming this weekend. Bobby, you were there for that. Yes. I made it to trivia. Oh, God. That, that was terrible, dude. I made it to trivia this weekend. Yeah, Gravy, let me come back to that. Gravy said yes and then just pedaled away. Probably a smart move, Gravy, because it they probably would have come back with something fucking classy and smart like, you ain't the boss to me. What do you work for the state? Ugh. Fuck. Lizard people. Exactly. <laughs> Lizard people. Lizard people. <laughs> well, I went to I'm trivia. a good swimmer, goddammit. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. Lord and baby Jesus, what are we doing? What is what is happening? Um let's move on or move back to trivia. Made it to trivia this weekend, Bobby. I've been away for a while with basketball commitments. And yep. uh, I finally convinced a friend of mine that lives in the area, one of my military buddies moved out here. I said, man, you got to come out to trivia one of these nights. And he said he'd meet me there. Now, 
I'm, I'm in my post-surgery recovery phase. I'm trying not to wear the sling as much as possible. And you know what? I now have to wear the sling in public. Just as because like, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> people are, people are fucking just all handsy with injuries known or unknown. My buddy knows I had surgery and to quote unquote, surprise me came into, <laughs> came into the trivia establishment, snuck up behind me and slapped the high, holy fuck out of my elbow. That is still got the sutures in it. Oh, slapped yeah. the shit on it out of it. And uh, I screamed the equivalent of a Tex Avery cartoon character. Yes. One of those gutturals, guttural, like painful, anguish filled screams, grabbed my arm. The entire restaurant stopped what they were doing. And I got up and held my arm. And he's like, what's the matter? I said, what the fuck? I said, I just had surgery. Why are you slapping me? And he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. He was actually sorry about it. So I feel bad there. But I did did say afterwards, I'm like, listen, we're not in our 20s anymore and new to the military and fucking seeing each other and all happy and fucking hitting and slapping each other. That's what we do in the military. Hey, how you been? Fuck you. Hey, what's up? Hey, there you go. Yep. Fuck! Oh, you see somebody you really like, you slap them in the nuts with the back of your knuckles. Like, oh, yeah, what? that's the best. Yeah, Tap. that's the best. So I said, yeah, yeah, exactly. I said, stop doing that. We're, we're old now. I don't want to. I just, I was here for some pizza and some trivia. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm glad you, 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 you made that. Something came up last night that reminded me of you. Oh, somebody gets slapped in a fucking open wound? No. <laughs> but we're talking about getting older and injuries. Uh, we're on the drive back from the train station and I'll get back to into the reason why we're doing this. We're on the drive back and my wife is in the passenger seat and we're, you know, uh, flying north on 91 and she's on her phone and she's like, what? And I hear her phone make this sound. She's like, yep, guys, it's broken. And I'm like, oh, no, what was that? And I'm pretty sure I recognize the voice. It was her friend, Stephanie. Yeah, her friend, Stephanie, who is works in the school system. First day of vacation, she broke her arm, like right down oh. by, right, right just above her wrist. Um, and apparently she was out hiking with the dogs. And she has this one German shepherd. And I guess the German shepherd, she had the, the, the leash ripped uh, or uh, wrapped around her her arm and going like through her hand and when the dog ran it pulled her to the ground and Ugh. she she got what i guess is called like a, a spiral break which is not like a clean break that will heal that much better but when you're like i mean she's not our age sean but she's you know not too far from it either and she is uh in in some serious freaking condition right now Fuck. Like well, I'll tell put the picture of the x ray on, it looks awful. And that's the kind of thing that it's just not gonna heal like like it would have at twenty two, you know? Yeah. <sighs> um I mean best thing I can say is uh invited to trivia, I'll tell my buddy to show up and we'll fucking we'll rattle her a couple of times. I think it'll be a good like, idea. She likes trivia. Slap, he'll slap the shit out of it. What does it matter? <laughs> there we go. That's what we do. Oh my god, poor Chris. I know. I love Chris to death. He just he just did that, and I'm like, "What the fuck were you thinking?" I forgot. I said, "Stop hitting us!" Like, come up to me and say, "Hey, buddy, how you been?" I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. He fucking slaps the shit out of me. So Ali's asking if the jerking hand, if that was my jerking hand. Well, I'm right-handed, um, and uh, it's my casting hand. I'll let Ellie. I'll let you do the math. Any dots you want? Yeah, yeah, I'll let you do the math on that. Do the math. You, the math you know. That. Uh, yep. but that's, you know, I do appreciate it. See, that's a level of care that we get from the jig heads. They yeah. look at it from all angles, you know, 
Was that the jerking hand, Sean? Mm. Mm. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh... Boston yeah. Boat Show. <laughs> yeah, let's get to the Boston Boat Show, huh? All right, so where were we? I was driving down the pike, saw a bunch of assholes, fucking pissed me off, made a segment about them. And then uh, I got to Boston. Um, parking was actually tight at the uh, at the convention center where the boat show was at. Did, did um, you park in the garage? I did not. There was a lot outside. Oh, and okay. uh, from there, I walked inside. I had my exhibitor badge and got a different entrance. Um, <laughs> you got an alternative entrance? I did. Good. I did. I got, got in there. Yep. It was a special time. <laughs> For a Valentine's Day. And I uh, <laughs> I got in there, and uh, um, the crew today was um, obviously Lauren spearheading this show. She's It's show season. It's mm-hmm. Lauren's time to shine. Um, she was there, and from uh, from Three Bells as well was Crystal. And then after that, it was nice. uh, it was an MAKB combination of, of, of death here. We had, we had myself and Nelson. We had Ken Wood, and we had Joe Tadeo. That's and nice. we fucking rocked it. Yeah, it was um, apparently today was a a little smoother um, as far as numbers of people through. Um, but we still had plenty. I mean, there was constantly, um, constantly people. Uh, Ken brought his new NAR, his completely rigged up NAR. Oh, really? As an, okay. A, yeah, as an exhibit, it's great. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but Ken was a photographer today. Um. He is putting together, I think, a little role. So keep an eye on Ken's stuff. He's got something funny coming up. Um, as long as he uses it, it was it was pretty good. But nice. uh, no, his NAR is rigged up. Uh, Ted from Three Bells did a hell of a job. Nice job, Ted. Uh, again, just go ahead and throw this in here. Get this out of the way. If you guys are in the market for a kayak, yeah. we trust Three Bells for a reason. If you have trouble contacting them or finding them, contact us. We'll get you to who you need to talk to. Um, spring's coming up. Fishing's coming up. Yep. If you're going to get in a new kayak, go to them. Um, back to the show. So, so I am uh, I am on uh, injured reserve. Lauren literally said, "Sean, you're here to talk. <laughs> Don't yeah. go lifting anything." There's a, the pool was actually in our spot. So remember last year at um, God, I forget which show it was. It was a couple of shows. We actually had to walk boats to and from a pool. It was. I remember at the sportsman show, it was like that. It wasn't a far walk there, but yeah, yeah. you had to take a boat and bring it over, load it up. Yep. Yep, this was not the case. That's we awesome. had we had the um the 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 trial pool right on premises. That's so awesome. um the past couple of events, the past couple shows, there's been a couple uh designated kayaks, and then if somebody really wants to get in one, mm-hmm. we'll take one off the stands. But um we had a uh, a Hobie Lynx and a paddleboard. And this pool yep. was actually it wasn't the smallest that I've seen at a show for demos. But it was probably the second smallest. Oh, so really? That, yeah, kids. Kids are I, I actually really anybody that demoed the Hobie Links. They were taking three kicks on the pedals and they were into one of the sides. Oh, and you just had to kind of just keep pedaling with the rudder turned all the way one way to get around the the thinner part of the gotcha. pool, the rectangle. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and uh, so I can't remember. It was Joe? I think Joe had said that yesterday, the day before. Um, there was <laughs> some of the kids were just going clear on as hard as they could onto the side of the the pool, just trying to beach themselves. I have no idea. <laughs> kids are kids. Um, so Nelson and Joe manned the pool most of the day. Nice. Um, and uh, Crystal handled all that. You have to sign, you know, waivers saying, Hey, oh I'm, yeah, I know this is only a foot deep, but I understand there's a risk of drowning all that shit. And um, 
Ken and I pretty much answered questions about the boats as we could. And people came through and there was a lot of, um, I mean, it was, it was a really big boat show. I didn't see, I didn't really walk around too much other than when I got there, I turned the wrong way. I was like, I didn't, there wasn't a map. So I went right. Mm-hmm. I, if I would have went left, I would have been at the three bells booth and three exhibitors. It was around one corner, but I went right and walked the whole length Perimeter. of this convention center. Yeah. yeah, it happens. Um, so when, um, when I walked around, I only saw one or two places with paddle boards. A lot of places had inflatable paddle boards that were mm-hmm. with larger recreational vessels and small yachts. Gotcha. Like, you know, hey, you're here. You got some toys to play with in the water. Yeah, exactly. And um, you can stow them on board and then, you yes. know, paddle around. Exactly. And um, I think a lot of the people there, there was a lot of people there that were either were looking for bigger boats or weren't serious or just didn't mm-hmm. really even think that kayaks were there. So. This is an amazing tactic I've developed over my course of working shows the past few years that um, mm-hmm. I just want to pass along to anybody who's working shows. Management likes it, and it really is the way to determine if someone is in the market for a fishing kayak, a kayak competitive fisherman, any, any sort of, you know, in that kayak realm. Yep. You walk up to a group of people and you say, hey, does anybody have any questions about this uh, boat? And if they are a you know, interested, they will talk to you. And if they're not, they were, they will scatter like minnows when a predator approaches. No, it makes sense, man. Amazing. You can't underplay the value in being able to just like kind of qualify somebody who's like genuinely got an interest versus someone just kicking tires. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, that you gotta figure that out. You know, I've I've run into similar things when it comes to doing sales and conventions for trivia software. Same same idea. Everybody's got the same stupid question, but they're not serious. You know. Yeah, and you can you is. can figure out who's serious and who's not. Uh, speaking of speaking of kicking tires, yep. we'll get to Rob's comment in a second. But speaking of kicking tires, I ever tell you I tried to sell one of my kayaks on eBay or on one of the marketplaces or whatever? And no, a guy a guy came to my house. All right. Said he yeah. was very interested in the boat. I, I put a hell of a, I always price my stuff to sell. Yeah, my exactly. thought with everything in my house is, um, is it worth any money sitting, taking up space? And usually the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So I will always take a little bit of a hit to get it out of my house. And this guy came over and he's looking at my kayak. It's got a fish finder on it. And, um, he proceeded to kick it. Like it was a fucking car, like car tires. Like, like after he- the third one, I said, stop kicking my kayak. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? He, he, he fucking first he nudged it with his foot and I'm like, oh, maybe it was in his way. The second time he kicked it and I kind of stared at him. The third time I said, stop it. Or are you going to buy it? Yeah, like, exactly. What the fuck? But um, thankfully, uh, nobody kicked any kayaks this weekend. Good. Apparently. Good. Um, Nelson and uh, Nelson had reported to me that only one kid fell in the pool. His parents were not pleased. Um, it wasn't super warm out in Boston. It was in the 40s. This oh, yeah. Weekend, so. Yeah. Uh, but no, a lot of traffic through. Um, Obviously, I'm thankful for for Lauren for having me out there, even though I, I did put on the sling. And I said, look, it, my arm feels okay. I'm I'm healing up. It's better, yep. right? Um, but I have to wear this sling. And she's like, why? I go, people keep slapping me and grabbing me, and I don't understand why. Like, people that would normally come up and shake my hand, yeah. now they're grabbing my fucking elbow. I'm like, what are you doing? So, whatever. Um, that's This is my life. It'll be healed up in a little bit. I'll be happy. Oh, I hear you, man. I hear you. Uh, Rob Drummond asks, he goes, how long does it take to pedal from Three Bells to Galveston Bay? 14 weeks. A lo- quite a while, yeah. Quite a while. There's there's so many stops, you know. You're going you're going to 
against the Gulf Stream, right? So you got problems right there. Oh, yeah. You got problems. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 14 weeks minimum. We got Mike Mariani jumping in here. Uh, what is, oh, and then Nelson says that the kid made himself fall in the pool. I believe that. Kids are dumb. Kids are really, really dumb. Gravy. Gravy's been great all show. Can't thank Gravy enough for his information for the early FTG. Gravy says, just wait until the sportsman show. Now I'm going to have to kick a kayak. The nice Dude, thing is, is that it won't be anywhere near my booth. I'm going to be like, okay. <laughs> go ahead. Why don't you let Lauren know you're going to do it first and see what happens to you? <laughs> you will literally be gravy. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. True. Oh, my goodness. It's true. But yeah, great show. Um, nice. It was really good. You know, um, I haven't been out to that Boston one yet. So we yeah. have really with three bells, uh, we have two left. We have the Springfield Sportsman Show next weekend, which yep. we can start talking about in a second. And also we have, um, I will be putting in a brief appearance, I think, on the Connecticut one, right? Yeah, the Connecticut one at Mohegan. I believe it's yep. called the Hartford Boat Show. Am I correct on that? Or is it? The I think Hartford, that's the, the, the title of Connecticut, it. Connecticut. I think it's, I think it's the, either the, the, I think it's the Hartford, either the Hartford Boat Show or it's the Connecticut uh, boat and outdoor show. Yep. Something All right. Like gravy. Gravy just redeemed himself. Who said it was going to be a three bells kayak? Ah, Green light. Go ahead. There do what we you go. Do, gravy. Buddy. Yes. <laughs> that might be even better. Go to the competitors. Kick their shit right over. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not obviously, you know, but. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> uh, Oh my God. Let me recap my week. This week here has been a lot of prep, man. Things have been nuts. Uh, fully confirmed. Really, really excited. Chickamauga is happening the first weekend of March. Uh, myself and Paul, we are going uh, down to Hickson, Tennessee, and we're going to be our, we're staying. Our lodging is, I kind of feel like some of the hoodlums is last hoodlum fest because we're actually staying at a tackle shop. Um, a little bit of a different environment entirely because this tackle shop actually has an upper level with multiple rooms that they rent out for when anglers are visiting and they're getting you know they're going on guide trips or something like that so we are staying paul and i are staying uh at the smallmouth suite at talk and tackle and this place is amazing man they have not only do they have staff that are guides on chickamauga as well right there but when you book your room you can add a $50 or $100 tackle package that they'll put together just for you based on the time of year that you're going, the type of fish that you're targeting, the type of fishing that you want to do, and they'll put something together for you. Uh, Paul and I did not go for that route right there because we're, we're going with, uh, well, ultimately, we're, we're going out with uh, Caleb Bell, who uh, runs uh, Bass, uh, what is it, Bass Quest Guide Services. In uh, on Chickamauga, and we're psyched about this, but we also might connect with uh, Alex Rudd as well um, that same day. So we're going to have ourselves a whole lot of fun. Um, got all that stuff all set. We're looking forward to it. We're kind of, you know, figuring out timeline because we're leaving after trivia Thursday night. We're going to drive down through the night and then just kind of chill out in Tennessee and do our thing uh, on Friday. Then Saturday, uh, 8 a.m., we're, we're meeting Caleb and we're hitting the water. Eight hours on the water, turn around, and then Sunday we'll be coming back after we check out. So it'll be a, a pretty quick turnaround, but I'm, I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. Now, I just want to confirm this about your lodgings for that yep. for that trip. Yeah. So you're saying the hotel will not be a shelter for geographically di displaced, heavily intoxicated yes. hoodlums? No, it won't be. I mean, okay. I mean right. that's a bonus. <laughs> it's not intended to be that. 
I'm nope, just saying that it could end glory. up being that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It, you know, it all kind of depends on, on, on what happens. You know, um, my my goal is what I'm really hoping is that Saturday night uh, we can record some content with Caleb, with Alex, and, you know, even the guys from Talk and Tackle as well. Like, get, get as much content as we can and uh, and make it happen. It could be a whole lot of fun. I'm, I'm really excited about it, and I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. I did just see some pictures of some of the last clients that Caleb had gone out with, and they caught some absolute tanks. So nice. I'm, I'm fingers crossed that we have just an absolute killer day. It would be awesome. I mean, if we don't, fuck it. We tried. I don't, I, you know, like we went for it. That's all that matters. Uh, so there's that. We got uh, a couple of things going on for the Springfield Sportsman Show that I need to get prepped. Like the video that I want to put for our display in our booth is all set. That's all said and done. I am doing something kind of special, though, for Friday night. So if you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday and you're like, hey, I'm going to go to the Sportsman Show. If you show up on Friday and you're doing your thing, what we're going to do is this. Keep your ticket stub, and uh, you can bring it over to my trivia event at Casa de Lisa, and you can get yourself a 25-point bonus with your ticket stub from the Sportsman Show. And I'm going to tailor this toward the outdoors. I'm going to try my best to tailor some of this toward the outdoors. So it'll be a good time. That's happening Friday, Friday evening. Uh, and then, I mean, uh, Saturday uh becca's supposed to join us up there it's going to be pretty amazing um we are going to be truck camping (laughs) saturday night and sunday morning we're going to do some fishing before we go into the uh the expo and uh and do all of our you know our rounds up there it should be a whole lot of fun and the plan for the sportsman show is this i'll be in the booth most of the time sean has some basketball stuff that's going to have him kind of coming and going back and forth I'm going to have uh, a number of guests coming in and hanging out with me. Uh, I know Matt Thayer is supposed to be coming down. We're supposed to see uh, Mike Hansen as well from Slay Nation up in Vermont. Uh, who else is going to come come over? Uh, oh, <laughs> I can't believe this. So last week we mentioned that we have a new co-host coming on the show. Yeah. Said we, we're co-host. We're blowing that up. Yeah, at the, at the yeah, show, right. at the show. I mean, if you see our booth, you're going to know who it is if you just watch the video. But uh, that co-host is going to be at the show. We're going to record some content and stuff and have ourselves a great time. Um, I mean, and, and then also I'm actually trying to work out like some some rapid fire questions, just like, you know, fishing based questions for Anybody that we meet, you know, that wants to jump on the show and have a conversation. I want to I want to know about fish stories, stuff like that. We're going to talk about like those those really, really good sends and kind of like uh, like the scaled down versions of the interviews that I do. And I kind of want to hold on to these and like drop a bunch and we'll have that all work worked out. It should be a whole lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that show. I'm really looking forward to check the following weekend. And then uh, I think once I get back from Chick, I'm recording a segment with Mikey Balls. So. That should be pretty freaking cool. I I just like Mikey's vibe. <laughs> I just he he reminds me of uh, an old friend of mine, Smuda, who uh, he just I don't know. Like I feel like he's on the wrong coast. You know, he's just <laughs> yeah. so like mellow and laid back. I'm just like, oh, this should be pretty good. So he's an interview I've actually been really really excited to do for quite a while. So. We're going to get that all set. This is going to be really, really amazing. All kinds of good stuff, but even even bigger. So going into this week, you know, we mentioned earlier on the show that the weather in New England is a shit show. Like, it's just absolutely bananas. 
the thing is, is that we went from, you know, one weekend we were like negative nine to like we were well over 60 degrees, you know, within seven days and, you know, actually even less. But within that one week period, like it had rocketed right back up and it had been up and down and up and down here and there. Well, the last few days have been pretty freaking warm, like Thursday and Friday were up in the what mid 50s. Yep. And I was just like, you know what? I, I I look back at my my log for fishing and I realized that, you know how last year I said, man, I, I guess I had an okay year, but I really kind of tied myself to one body of water. Mm-hmm. Fucking doing it again, man. Tying right. myself to the swift. And, and I do want to break that curse, but Thursday I made the call and I said, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to go and bounce around from spot to spot and see what I can come up with. So I went to a few different spots. It was totally fruitless. Got nothing going. No, wait, did I on Thursday? Yes. So you caught your first fish on Thursday. Was it on Thursday or Friday? It was, it was Thursday. Fr- it, was was Thursday. Thursday. it was Thursday. It was Thursday. I hit three spots on Thursday. One of the spots was just out of uh, the last spot was just out of convenience alone. And, you know, sometimes this will happen where you're like, OK, so I'm going to save this spot here because I have something to do in this area and I can get that done. So I had to pick up my youngest at the bus stop and there was a spot where I like to fish over there periodically. Usually I like to go in the kayak. I really don't like bank fishing over there much at all. I've bank fished a couple of times here and there, but I'd much rather take the kayak out if I'm going to go. So I go over to this one spot and I, I roll up on this one point and there's a couple of card carrying members of the good old white bucket brigade. And they're sitting on this point and they're trout fishing, looking to fill their buckets and stuff. And there's a tree that I don't know if there was a storm or, you know, we had some pretty nasty winds the last couple of months. This tree had just had fallen over and it looks like they cut it and just pushed it into the water like a lay down. So I'm like, Okay, let's flip a jig in here and see what we got going on. Now, there was still ice in this cove on the back back end of it where it doesn't get much sun. And I go over and I'm, I'm, you know, kind of working all the limbs of this tree and getting no bites whatsoever. And I decide, all right, let's go and we'll try and fish a little bit deeper. So I throw out one of my probably what's becoming like my number two confidence bait right now. And that is just a, a small three inch swim bait on a, on, a, on a ball head jig. Done deal. Uh, jigs dropping through the water. I noticed the line starts to move. I set the hook and, and I, I thought I was like, this felt like I had snagged a fish. Like it was just dead weight. You know what I mean? And at first I was like, was this even a fish or is this weeds? Did I, did I miss it? What happened? No, it was a 10 inch little slime dart chain pickerel choked this, this, this jig. And, uh, and just froze like normally they're all pissing vinegar, you know, when you when you hook them good like that. And this guy was just like, nope, sorry, brought him in. And as I did, there was another card carrying member of the white bucket brigade. And I come walking out and, or I'm standing there. He's walking toward me and he's like, oh, that's cool, man. You got one. This is one of these nice things where and he made some kind of a comment about me using artificial bait. I said, oh, all right, that's cool. What do you say? Something about like, oh, you're not using live bait? You you catch fish like that? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, I kind of like it. It's a little bit more like active, you know? This guy was condescending about using fucking bait. About about using, no, about using artificial bait. Like I should have been using live bait. Yeah, and, that's what I'm saying. He was condescending I'm, I'm about assuming, that. I'm assuming. an asshole. I'm assuming that he, that these other two guys that were over there were using live bait as well. Hey, and that's fine. I grew up fishing like that. 
I caught fish that day. That's fine. They didn't. Just, I don't think I've ever. <laughs> I, I people will usually go the other way with that. Like, oh, you're I, using bait. It's you don't the, have to do anything. It's the old timers that like they think that the artificial stuff is is just a gimmick. You know yeah, what I well, mean? Like Paul, Paul's old father-in-law is like that, very much so. And then Paul, like Paul, was fishing a topwater frog, and he gets on this giant bass. But these are all guys that like they'll catch anything. They're like, "Oh look, a common carp throw it in a bucket." Oh look, <laughs> freaking a garter bullhead. snake. Yeah, a, a garter, garter snake. snake. <laughs> Barbecue it. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> that's how it is. We'll get to that anyway. But barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god get the skewer honey get the skewers ready we got we got two garter snakes ellie says the white bucket brigade is a certain demographic 100 percent, it is absolutely and a lot of times these are not people that have conservation on the mind at all like whatsoever no no no, no. it's have, harvest harvest, have, harvest harvest they're worried about how they're gonna scoop the fucking legs out of a turtle exactly Exactly. So he was just like, oh, you're not using live bait? What are you using that stuff for? And I was like, I, I don't know. I guess I guess I like the challenge. And uh, <laughs> You didn't answer because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> but I did find it funny that I was the only one that caught any fish. Yeah. I was, And I was like, oh, there we go. Nice. Very nice. Well, very, very nice. Why, so, why, why aren't you using live bait? Well, I, I don't really have a fondness for grilled muskrat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> grilled muskrat's okay <laughs> little, when you fry it it loses it's, all the taste it's true yeah you gotta fry out all the gaminess oh <laughs> my god they shit in the same bucket they hold their 37 crappie in <laughs> they do they Thank do you, Ellie <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah it was nice so I'm on I'm finally on some fish I feel pretty good about that um, did I go out on Friday? I don't think I did go out on Friday. Or if I did, it was totally went nowhere. Um, no, I know that I did did go out on Friday at one point. Um, Saturday, uh, Saturday was a busy day. My wife's birthday is tomorrow. It's uh, it's Monday. We're recording this on Sunday night. I know the timeline's all fucked up for everybody, but my uh, so my wife's birthday is tomorrow, and uh, that means that for the uh, previous week and the next week following, we'll be celebrating intensively. Um, is it a, is it a major birthday? No, it's not. Uh, but uh, I I you know this year, let me back up a little bit. Your boy Bobby Roast Beef isn't what you would call a musical theater kind of guy. But I married a gal that really does like uh, a handful of musicals a lot, and one of those is The Phantom of the Opera. And I had heard through some friends that are into musical theater that uh, Phantom was going away for a while. Uh, and I said, you know what? I should take advantage of this. I should take her. She's never seen a show on Broadway ever. And I said, I should bring her and see, bring her to the Big Apple and, 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 and bring her to, the, to Phantom to see it firsthand. So I got tickets for her. I got great fucking tickets for her. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> we went to this theater I have to say this about this 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 show. I was fucking floored. I was not the demographic walking in, but seeing how everything and I'm talking about like seeing like changing of the set and and everything. It was like precision timepiece the way that it all happened. Everything. It was amazing. Uh, just like totally engaged through the whole thing. 
And it was just, it was wild. She loved it. When we first dated, like she used to get into the truck with like a copy of the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack on CD. And that was like what she wanted to throw on when we would go and, you know, drive around in the country or whatever or some shit like that. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Sounds good. Oh, I'll get to that in a moment there, Ellie. I'll get to that in a moment. Um, so we go and we're doing our thing and, and we have a great time at this show. Now, uh, some some friends from Trivia had seen Phantom the night previous and we're seeing another show on Saturday. It was uh, it was Claire from Tally Ho's. I saw on Claire's story uh, from the night previous these uh, plastic like uh, Phantom of the Opera branded like cups like travel cups almost with like a lid on top and they were like holding them up to the stage like toasting or something and i'm just like oh man i'm gonna end up having to buy those for i'm sure i'm sure yep we did she she commented back she's like oh they're pretty expensive to fill up i didn't realize they're gonna cost me about 70 70 or 80 dollars a pop to not not a pop uh, per round for the two of us these were like 35 dollar glasses of wine it was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. Uh, our bar tab was over two hundred bucks uh, <laughs> after tip. I mean, it was over two hundred bucks after tip. Um, you know, she got herself some phantom merch. She was excited. I can only quote Joe Exotic by saying, "I don't know that I'll ever financially <laughs> recover from this." It's ridiculous. So she's had the most amazing birthday. We go to grab a bite to eat. Now, keep in mind, like we have these overpriced glasses of wine and neither one of us at the end of the play had finished it. We still each had like half a half a cup. So we're like, oh my God, let's go outside. Like <laughs> just drink on the street. So that's what we did. We're sitting there. We're drinking on the street, trying to come up with a plan to grab a bite to eat. Now, Right down the road from where we were was Carmine's. And I'm like, okay, that's going to be like a $400 dinner. I know it. But again, like, I see value that. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, that's cool. She's like, yeah, I don't know. We get there and there's it's reservations only. I said, okay, that makes sense. So we'll keep going. Went past a few other spots that she wasn't necessarily feeling. We turned the their corner. Bang, we're in Times Square. I'm like, fuck. It's I'm all, unfamiliar. Is there not restaurants? No, there are, but they're all fucking corporate chain restaurants. Mm. All of them, each and every one. So I'm just like, God damn it. I'm like, all right, well, this changes things. It, because, and knowing that, that hot, like, she wasn't planning to do like a big birthday dinner. This was just us grabbing a bite before we go back to the train station and head back. So she says, okay, let's go ahead. And uh, I said, what do you think you want to do? So we're looking around at some of the options. And I was like, I jokingly go, there's a big-ass Red Lobster right there. <laughs> now, I say that because we had just seen a comic recently who was just like, yeah, I got to a point in my life when I realized that Red Lobster is not a fancy place. <laughs> you know, like, when you're a kid and you're growing up, you think like, oh, yeah, I went to Red Lobster. That's like fucking, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Lob- they got lobster. It's not. Like, you can do just as well go into the frozen seafood section in your grocery store and poking yourself in the eyes for the ambiance. Like you can do the same (laughs) except for one goddamn item. And I knew this, I knew this going in and, and Ellie mentioned it. She said, did y'all eat the cheesy garlic rolls from red lobster? We ate the fuck out of those fucking cheddar Bay biscuits. They're amazing. And they're not like, on the menu is something you just order. They're complimentary. They just keep bringing them. 
So all of the other stuff that we had, I did actually, I had blackened uh, rainbow trout caught right out of the Hudson. It had six dorsal fins and, and two heads. It was amazing. It was blackened. It was blackened. It was, yeah. It, it's it's tissue and muscle were just degenerating to blackened it. in the end. <laughs> Winter it will send. So I go and uh, I order this and uh, and and Holly ordered. I think she ordered seared scallops, which probably were seared at some point before they were flash frozen. <laughs> and- <laughs> I mean, everything was fine, and and I'll be perfectly honest with you. I mean, really, considering that we're in Times Square, I think that meal was a bargain. I do. Yeah, end of the day, I was like, yeah, absolutely, and it was fine. You know, it wasn't anything to write home about by any chance. Wait till I get to today. So we go, and Holly, she's, you got to understand something about my wife. She is not the kind of woman that would ever, in fact, she would rather you not know that it's her birthday than to use her birthday as a way to, like, get anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. She says to our server when he comes over, she says, listen, it's my birthday. We're not interested in dessert. Can you bring me over another order of those biscuits to go? And he says, I'm not supposed to do that, but because it's your birthday, I will. And he came over with a bag of biscuits and she had like hid one off to the side (laughs) under the, under the basket that was still there. She's like, so I got five for tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the kids had biscuits today they were so excited like that was what it was for breakfast it was cheddar bay biscuits for breakfast um Put an egg on them egg on or something or no we went good. really fucking light for breakfast oh. really really light like uh we we went i i beg to differ if you're saying you had red lobster cheddar biscuits that is not very light for breakfast having so. we each had one we let the queen have two. Oh. that's that's oh, okay all right. all right all right um and this is because of today. Now, let me back, 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 back up a bit here. I had uh, now my wife, and I, I think that this is the case for a lot of women, guys. If you're listening to this show and your wife or girlfriend is this way, hit us up in the DMs or shoot us an email or something, and let me know if I'm off base saying this. But um, when my wife knows that we're going out for dinner, she likes to go like full recon. Like, she's got, like, several laptops, a phone, a tablet going, like, some kind of NORAD unit going, dialing in, like, menus from all over the place, figuring out what the fuck she wants to eat before we go anywhere. And she had it figured out exactly. She's like, I'm in the mood for mac and cheese. Now, you would think mac and cheese, who doesn't love mac and cheese? I think everybody loves mac and cheese at one point or another, you know? And she suggested a spot that was in, it was actually in New Hampshire, in Manchester, New Hampshire. And actually, Ellie, I think you and I might have had a conversation about this place before. And uh, she was like, but it's stupid to drive all the way up there. So she found a spot in Westford called Mac and Chews. Now, what Mac and Chews does is they basically make your Mac and Cheese made to order with whatever kind of mix-ins or anything, stuff like that. She's like, she's like, this sounds awesome. We got to go. So I said, okay, cool. So we're on our way up there. Fucking God, we're such fat fucks. Uh, we go up there, and she and she and, I, and, and my kids, we, one of my kids is, and my youngest, who is just as sarcastic as my wife, is giving my wife all this grief about this. She's like, I can't believe it. They were all in heaven, all of us, because the apple don't far, fall far. You know what I mean? Yep. We show up at this one spot. Holly knows exactly what she wants. The girls are looking at the menu. I'm like, everything's good. 
again, I'll back up. We pull into the parking lot of this place, and we see a place called, I think it's called Diggy's Pizza. And Diggy's Pizza is a Detroit-style pizza place. Are you familiar with Detroit-style pizza? No. Explain. Detroit-style pizza, I think, has more in common with a focaccia bread with toppings than it does a pizza. It's more like a Sicilian pizza. It's I wouldn't go so far as to say it's like a deep-dish pizza, but it's done in like a baking tray with a lip to it, like a good edge. When the toppings go over, the, the, the cheese kind of makes uh, an extension of the crust that goes over. Ooh. So it's like toppings all the way to the edge, and it's just got a thicker, like, breadier sort of crust to it. And it is delicious like it is delicious um so we we go i pull in and i look at i look i look over at holly and i was like oh look at that diggy's diggy's detroit style pizza huh and i was like uh bang bang <laughs> so she didn't say anything at first we go inside we order our dinner or our, we order lunch and we're waiting you know at our table and everything you know just kind of bullshitting cracking jokes like our family does judging (laughs) judging yeah we're sitting there doing our thing and then i said no i bring that up because i go what do you say we order a couple of pizzas and just bring them home for later nobody's got to cook nothing we'll just bring them home let them cool down you know and then we'll just reheat them and we'll be good to go but i'm like detroit style i think you might like that i was right so we go and this is the most fucking embarrassing thing you guys can fucking enjoy this for what it is so i'm going to clarify what a bang bang is uh bang bang is a term that comes from louis ck from the show louis that used to air on fx and there was an episode where he and uh, robert kelly who is another comedian from the boston area they are uh supposed to start going to the gym and it's like the day before and they're like listen tomorrow's the gym we start eating kale blah 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 bang bang They're like, well, what do you want to do? So what a bang bang is, is when they pick like food pairings, two different things. And I'll use the example that they did in the show. They went out for Indian. Then they went to a diner. Now at the diner, after they had already had a giant meal at this Indian restaurant, they go to this diner and they start choking down like breakfast, steak and eggs, pancakes, all of it, the whole nine. Um, the the waitress comes over and she's like, "Are you guys celebrating something? You guys look like you're celebrating. Like you're this is a big like dinner or a big meal." And they're like, "Oh no no, we're just doing a bang bang." And she's like, "What what's a bang bang?" And he goes, "So what we do is we pick one restaurant, we go and we just pick out like maniacs, and then we go to another one right afterward and do the same thing." Now, granted, we didn't do these one right after the other. There was like a six hour window in between. <laughs> you know, these were two separate meals, but still. The embarrassing part about all this shit is this. I told my wife, I go, look, we're the fattest fucking people in this fucking room. <laughs> the, the mac and cheese place. I'm going to pull the car over to Digby's so that they don't see this fat bastard walking all the way down to the pizza shop after we ate lunch and we bought uh, mac and cheese, frozen mac and cheese to bring in stock of the freezer because, like I said, the kids are on vacation and stuff. This will be good to keep. And... I unfortunately there were out of your variety, Sean. Which is uh, that was my next question. Did they but hook me up? I did find out that uh, they so they do have it on 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 all the time. They just they're just out of the take of the the grab and go. Uh, I did find out that there are spots to fish right around there, so we can go up there and bang bang as well because Digby's or Diggy's also has uh, options that will help you as well. 
Good. What? Um, how long of a ride was that for us? <sighs> it was like about an hour and 20 minutes. It wasn't that bad. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't that bad at all. Um, so, yeah, so it was I, I go in and I get these pizzas. Now, now my wife is on her phone and she's making the order as we're stuffing our face with mac and cheese. God, we are such fucking terrible human beings. You want I we're the worst Americans. We make us look so fucking bad. We're over there and I pull up. I go in. I grab these pies. The giant table that was there, like this whole family is walking into Diggy's as I'm walking out. They saw me and they're like, I was like, excuse me. And you know that look that somebody gives you when they're like, I just fucking saw you, didn't I? You look wicked for me. Yeah. Oh, it was they no. had that puzzled look on their face. I was like, motherfucker. So I go, I put the pizzas in the, in the in the trunk and I'm like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go back to Western Mass. Then I went and fished today and got skunked, which was no fun. But it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I got one on the board. I'm, I'm happy with that. So, yeah, that was it. I got to take a look at some of these comments here that people have been dropping in. Uh, Rob Drummond says, Detroit pizza is fucking amazing. Hell yeah, brother, it is. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, <laughs> what else do we got? That's how I do pizza here. Yeah, fishing in the sticks. Uh, I work on 23-mile road. Like, is that, I'm assuming that's an eight-mile reference. Uh, oh, make a Utica. And then Rob says that there's a legit Detroit pizza joint in Austin via three three thirteen changed my life. I believe it, man. I absolutely believe it. I love that pizza is so much to so many different people. You know what I mean? And the regionalisms and everything. I think it's it's absolutely fantastic. Yep. But freaking nuts. Uh, so yeah, that was so happy birthday, dear. I I hope uh, you have a wonderful one. Cheers, Holly. Um, yeah, so she had she had herself one hell of a birthday weekend, like all kinds of good food, like ridiculous amounts of good food, um, some absolute trash food uh, and biscuits and uh, <laughs> biggest Nickus late to the party. <laughs> oh, biggest Nickus Detroit pizza, dude, Detroit pizza is like on a whole other level. Like it's it's more in line of like a Sicilian or what they would call grandma's pie. Where it's cooked in a, a like a, a baking dish, the toppings go all the way to the edge, so there's no like crust to grab onto. The cheese kind of like builds up and creates a little extended crust on the side. It's it's absolutely out of this world. It's how you get this fine physique. <laughs> who the fuck? Who the fuck? What the fuck? What is going on here? I <laughs> Biggest Nick says he loves his grandma's pie. Boo! All right, what? <laughs> I knew somebody was going to make that joke, and I'm just glad it was a jig head that was about to take it there. Speaking of pies, um, I had uh, some fun this week um, with Valentine's Day. Do you have a good Valentine's Day, Sean? So I always do because me and my wife don't celebrate it. That's and the that best. was not my call. That is the best. That, I think, is the, the way to go. Um, you know, my wife and I figured, you know, because I get beaten up this month uh, every February. Pretty good because I just got done talking about my wife's birthday. And you'll notice that in within uh, the same week, uh, her it will Valentine's Day is there. So I get bam, bam, one right after the other. And I thought maybe I got a two for this year with the 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 gift I got her for her birthday, the the Phantom of the Opera and, and that whole the whole thing. And uh, I, I thought, like, you know, I was good. And apparently I was mistaken is what would happen. I was mistaken. Um, a request had come through a couple of days before Valentine's day, uh, for, uh, the, the type of Valentine's day candy that, uh, my wife would, would appreciate. 
Uh, and unfortunately, it's like in a cave somewhere in like uh, like the Czech Republic, buried. Blackstand. Yeah, yes, exactly. And it's not going to be here until sometime next week. I told her this, and she's like, it's okay, I can wait. All right, that's fine. But yeah, Valentine's Day was nice. This week, uh, this, this week I kind of celebrated a trivia with a bunch of like just really terrible, dirty fucking sex songs uh, in my music round. And um, – I started my week at uh, a brand new venue where some chickabee shit went down this this week. Yes, sir. At the Rumble seat, and uh, and it was really really good. And I I I had a couple of music rounds kind of floating, and I decided to hold off on going completely in the gutter. My first night out, second, third night, that's okay. But uh, so we had a packed house that night. It was really really good. Uh, I think we had sixteen or seventeen teams first night, and it was the Monday following the Super Bowl. I'll take that. That was good. Uh, Tuesday night we were at Craft Thirty Two, and this was when I kicked off the Valentine's Day uh, party with that music round. And uh, when I walked into this room, I I thought I was about to just ruin a bunch of people's nice romantic Valentine's dinner. I really did. So I was like, this does not seem like my regular trivia crowd in here. These seem like just a bunch of couples looking to have fun. Well, apparently they got the memo and that's why they chose craft 32 was because it was going in the gutter and it was really good. So we had a good time that night, uh, Wednesday night, Nathan bills. It was packed. It was absolutely awesome. Thursday night, Northampton was a zoo. It was crazy. Crazy packed, like all the college students are back. It's a good time of year up there. We had a whole lot of fun, and uh, and I got a lot of requests to go in and do some events in Amherst. Nice problem to have. I don't have the availability to do it, you know. So so it is what it is. And then we had an awesome time Friday, despite your your injury, uh, you know, early on. But uh, we made it all happen. It's good. Oh, <laughs> Ellie says, "What's the candy?" So, um. Greatest. If I ask you, Sean, what the greatest, what you think the greatest candy item is on the face of the earth, like a brand, like not just a candy bar, because it's not really a candy bar, but you would find it for sale with candy bars. What would you think is like the favorite? You know what I used to love before my body said I can't Fuck have off. it anymore. What's that? I used to love Nestle Crunch. Oh, Nestle Crunch. Okay, okay. No, what I'm talking about are Reese's peanut butter cups, right? I, I was a fan of a nice cold. I used to freeze mine. Frozen ones are great, man. Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. Um, you take chocolate and peanut butter and put them together. You take peanut butter and just slap me in the face with it, and I'm down. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not that picky. I uh, <laughs> Mike Mariani says he felt ill after drink on Wednesday. We'll talk about that. Throw the recipe in the comment uh, in the comments there, Mike. If you could, I, I forget exactly what it was. Um, well, no, Reese's has been in the last handful of years, they've gotten kind of crazy with their products. Like there's like a Reese's with white chocolate. There's a Reese's with dark yep. chocolate. There's like a bunch of these. There's one that's got like pretzels or something in it. Like it's a sweet and salty kind of thing. Um, there is one that they call peanut butter lovers, which is, and it sounds weird when I just say it, but it's, it's a peanut butter cup, but it's got peanut butter on the outside. Now, when I when I say that, have you ever had like a cookie? Somebody made a cookie and they use Reese's chips in the cookie. Yeah. Imagine they took that, melted it down, and made that the outside. That's what it is. Nice. It is out of this world. The only thing is, you can't just buy like one of these things or like a holiday like basket of them or something like that. So I had to order like a retail ready box. <laughs> like if oh, wow. I had, yeah. So I had, she's, I think there's like 24 like packages in this thing. 
And the nice thing is she's a school nurse, so like she'll have a few and be like, okay, I'm happy, great, you know, whatever, and then bring them to school and uh, and give them to the kids that can have peanut products. Dude, why? I, I, I'm sorry you missed out on this. If you had to get that many, why did you not like leave her two out and then incrementally leave one or two out here and there without her knowing about the – and then you look like a hero, like, oh, I'm constantly getting my wife a piece of candy, you know? Yeah. Trying to help you out here, but It's kind of the James Woods. Oh, piece what of gets, candy. Oh, piece of candy. <laughs> that's what that's what'll get you out fishing more. Uh, yeah, I get out fishing plenty. I got I nothing to worry just letting, about. Just yeah. Trying to help. I hear trying you. to play wingman I here. You. I got nothing I got to worry about. <laughs> so, so my comments about the Wednesday drinko drink and the Wednesday drinko drink it was mayo and uh, eggs and it was in a pint glass. And then the the fourth choice was uh, Bobby's Bobby's choice. And I opted. I was just like, well, he he rolled on pint glass plus a spin. I go, I want to use gin, but we got to fill the cup with something. So let's uh. use hot water. Hot water is one of the grossest things ever. You know what I mean? You know what? I actually, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I, I tend to drink my water room temperature, and when it's colder out, I actually like drinking hot water. I think, but, oh, no, but if you're mixing it with anything, it just amplifies whatever's going on. The mayo, that's not a good thing. The mayo's bad, like everything. And there was one point, and Mike, the thing is with Mike, Mike is the ditch pickle tickler. He is champion <laughs> among amateurs when it comes to Drinko. He shows up, and he's got Pepto and Imodium and a cork, <laughs> and like, you name it. He is ready to go. But there was a moment when he was drinking this drink, and he was like, Bobby, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> And he did this like jerking motion where he was, I thought it was coming up and it was going to go all over Tim. I really did. I thought Tim was going to be wearing it. And that's the worst. A lot of people think when it just because the board says egg that they're going to put a raw egg. You would be lucky if they put a raw egg in there. It's which when they do hard boiled, that is the worst. It was like a sad milkshake. (laughs) Sad milkshake. Served by a clown with an unhappy face painted on his face. I want to die. <sighs> I love this. This is the best freaking machine I've ever decided to bring into the fold. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, good lord! All right, now, we should we should make mention. I want to pat myself on the back. Yes, without without hurting myself. Yeah, that um Friday night's trivia. I I won it. And with a personal high score, I nearly hit six hundred points. Yeah, that was uh, that was fantastic. I'm 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 the man. You know, if there's I'm the man. If there's one thing that irritates the hell out of me when I'm at trivia, it's when we get we get through that second round and people like you know sometimes like they've just blown like a bunch of questions and they're like, God, this just how am I ever going to come back from this? This is I'm so far down on the scoreboard, I can't win. You know, and they decide yeah. to to cash in on their check and they're like, All right, I'm out of here. So. I always go and I'm like, you guys don't realize that the last round is the real game. It's what separates the men from the boys. Thursday night, I had like four or five teams that were just like, all right, yeah, we're going to bounce right right as the third round was starting, as I'm starting the, the rules for it. And it was one point where I said, I was like, you know, I, I think it's funny. I was like, all these teams that are leaving because they're just like, yeah, we can't win. I go, they're actually making it a whole lot easier for all the rest of you guys that are below like that middle line of the scoreboard to really just rock it forward and get up there, you know? And, uh, and, and there was one of the guys that was, they could hear me outside. They opened the door like, we're just out here. 
<laughs> I don't know if they were playing from outside. Eventually, they did take off, but it was kind of bananas. And the same thing happened on Friday because there was yeah, a long-time same team thing. that – that powdered going into round three, and that left at that point. It was a smaller crowd Friday night. That left three yeah. playing teams, which was great for me because I was in first place, and that eliminated all the fast tracks. Oh yeah, three teams. It couldn't happen. Time. That's exact. And I even said to them before, I was like, "You guys should definitely stick around through this third round." I go because there's only one team that can fast track. I'm like, "You guys are going to keep fourth place." And if somebody messes up and you get, if they mess up on a question and you get one right, and I think we had one or two where nobody got the right answer. If they got lucky and got the right answer, then boom, that would have yeah. changed everything. So it's, it, it's fun the way that it kind of works. I do. I'm working some stuff out for, for trivia to make it a little bit more, um, you know, if the, if the, the tournaments don't go the way that I'm hoping that they will, um, I have a backup plan that I think will be even better, but it's going to take a lot of work on my part as far as f- finding sponsors for the prize. I think that could just be a whole lot of fun, though. Speaking of which, when we're done recording, I got to register for that. I forgot to last night. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, no yeah, worries. I got to register for that attorney. No, it's all good. I know. I know. We're, Word. We're, good. we're there. Um, we're there. <sighs> I think I think that's that about does. Oh no no no! We want to talk about some. Uh, inv- Actually, you want to talk about that environmental shit in our second round since we already blew through uh, FDG. Yeah, we blew. We kind of we kind of destroyed segment two because we got so angry. We really did right at the beginning. <laughs> Right off the bat, here, like guys, here's segment two first. Then we're gonna recap our weeks. So that's what we'll do. We're gonna we're gonna touch base and talk about some shit that kind of had gone on this week, and uh, and we'll we'll get into it in a bit, guys. Um, Kind of didn't start out locally, but it kind of affected things locally a little bit. And I'm just curious, like you know, if you're if you're a jig head, you're in here, and uh, especially like if you're in and around New England or if you're near Ohio, stick around because we we may have some questions for you guys. We'll take a break. Uh, We'll be back in just about two minutes. Jigs and Bigs wants to take a moment to say thank you to our partners for helping us continue to push the limits of our fishing adventures and bring you amazing long-form content. For all your premium kayak needs, we partner with Three Bells Outfitters. Located along Smith Cove in Niantic, Connecticut, Three Bells is your go-to location for kayaks and accessories from Hobie, Native, Bonafide, Jackson, Yakatek, Nakwa, Boondocks, Burley Pro, and many more. Financing options are available to upgrade you and your kayak fishing experience. White Glove Delivery Service is also available. Visit 3bellsoutfitters.com for more info, and don't forget to tell them that Jigs and Bigs sent you. When it comes to high-quality polarized sunglasses, we've partnered with Torej. They provide stylish sunglasses in a variety of frames that are light and fit comfortably on your face. The polarization cuts glare and allows you to see the whole picture, helping you identify what's below the water's surface. They have a 60 day risk-free trial lifetime warranty and free shipping plus you can save yourself 10 percent with the code jigs and bigs 10 at checkout visit torej.com to check out their selection that's www.toreg.com again we cannot thank our partners enough for their support please consider supporting them and supporting the show in the same process thanks
Bigs and Bigs is your favorite fishing podcast, right? Why not show the world how much you love the show while directly supporting us? We have men's and ladies' shirts, hoodies, and a variety of hats. We even have a waterproof outdoor Bluetooth speaker so you can listen to your favorite podcast while out on the water if you like. Check out jigsandbigs.com slash shop to visit the store and gear yourself up. If you really can't get enough of this show, consider becoming a jig head and joining our Patreon. It's a subscription that gives you exclusive access to recording sessions that allow you to engage with us as we record the show. We also have some exclusive content there just for our jig heads and even have some special promo codes. Space is limited, so join now at jigsandbigs.com. Finally, if you're local to our area in Western Massachusetts, consider checking out the Western Mass Fishing Report, posted weekly at northeastwildwoman.com. We have amazing contributors providing great content and info for local conditions and what's been going on and working recently. Jigs and Bigs, so much more than just two lightly roasted hippies trapped in the 90s arguing on the internet about fishing. Alrighty, guys, welcome back. Segment number two. So this show, we're kind of like switching some things up here. We're just kind of going to do our uh, our little hot topic here and talk about all this all this stuff in our second segment here. Since really, the FTG kind of kind of stole the show right off the top. Real real <laughs> easy. That's what you get. Um, so let's get into into some of this stuff here. We'll talk about it. We'll go back. We'll talk some tournament stuff because we got some info that you're not going to want to miss regarding jigs and bigs tournaments, fishing chaos, all kinds of good stuff. So uh, earlier this week, or was it? Was it, I think it was actually last week. Um, there was some buzz on social media about a train derailment in Ohio near, I believe it was the Ohio River, where there were some pretty dangerous chemicals, some corrosive chemicals that had uh, were close to approaching the um, the the Ohio River and contaminating some water. From that, there have been stories about some pretty large fish kills and there being, I think, some dead birds, uh, as well as, you know, some uh, some fears about, you know, drinking water and everything else. And uh, the uh, the the remedy, I guess, to to kind of minimize the impact on some of these waterways was to do some controlled burns, which, from what I understand, caused what looked like a giant mushroom cloud in uh, Ohio. And uh, and that there's been talk. And I, I bring this up on this show because just this last week, uh, toward the end of the end of the week, Thursday into Friday, we had some rain over here, and there were a lot of folks talking on social media about being able to, you know, smell something in the air. You know, like, oh, it didn't smell right. Oh, it smells kind of like a combination of of skunk and burning tires or something chemically or plastic or something along those lines. And I don't really know, like... I'm really not sure what to make of it. I've seen some people share some shit about like, oh, you know, if uh, don't touch your cars if they're wet because that uh, the there's dangerous chemicals on your vehicle. That was one of the things that I had seen on uh, on Instagram. Somebody posted something like that, and I'm like, the fuck are you doing? Like, so what have you heard about this, Sean? I'm uh, I'm curious because you and I talked a little bit about it on Friday. Yeah, everything that I've come across on this yeah i I think i've said so i'm 
I, I, my big question is like, and I tried to find it. There was a there was supposedly a map from a, a an Albany news station that had airflow, yeah, and how this cloud was dispersing across west to east, the you know, the U.S. And um, I couldn't find that. Um, the only thing I was inside most of the day on Friday, and Me I too. only got this. I only got the smell of snow coming off mountains because I was at the foothills. Um, before it yeah. rained, yeah, and I was, in t- I was inside the whole time it rained. Um, remember that that one article I sent you? Actually, was a a relatively trusted weather source we have locally. Well, yes. Should I give him a, a shout out? Yeah. It was Dave Hayes. Dave Hayes, the weather nut. If you're in Western Mass and you're on Facebook, Dave runs a pretty tight fucking ship locally for weather. He's a really, you know, I think we've mentioned it before, but he's really in depth with his stuff, and he loves it. And he had mentioned that um, the smell was possibly. Where, where was it from? It was a fire somewhere, right? That I had heard that too. That there was a fire, like much, much closer to the area. Yeah. Um, but it. So I don't know. I mean, look, I can go a couple different ways from this. I'm actually gonna or go go a couple different ways with this and how I feel about it. Um, yep. I'm not gonna go one particular way because it's not what we do on this show. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I hope to God that this shit did not stay up in the air too long. I mean, yeah. that's just being selfish because it's going to affect fewer people. And exactly. Definitely going to affect us less. Yep. But this is the shit that happens. I mean, we live in a completely fucking polluted part of the country. It sucks. It sucks ass. Yeah. And oh, yeah, we compounding, do. even before this happened, we talked about it, what, a, a month or so ago about the, the article that came out about the EPA saying, yeah, yep. you probably just shouldn't eat any fresh Forever fish. chemicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. And I I think about those folks that are like those white bucket brigade dudes. You know what I mean? And the impact that in. And I had a conversation not that long ago, man, with a couple anglers that were like, oh, yeah, we eat everything we catch. And I I immediately thought I was like. Your scores at trivia reflect that, man. (laughs) It's 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 crazy that. Again, um, I mean, look, I want to go out and I want to live off the land as much as possible. Oh, that would I be think it's, amazing. It's so much smarter, but like in, in really every aspect, yeah. I just, I'm a little fearful now of freshwater fish. It's every state. Everybody has warnings that yeah. there's heavy metals and there's, there's different kinds of pollutants that are in the water and it scares the shit out of me. I think I might have called it quits. Maybe it's just ocean fish for me now. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. I don't feel comfortable doing it. So maybe the day of the bass pizza has ended, you know, it's possible. It sucks. It you sucks. Know? It sucks. It does. Ass. It does. And that's the thing. Like I, I just, you know, my, my whole thing is this is, <sighs> this is the danger of, of social media is that there's so many people that just fucking hate reading anything. Yeah. You know, and I, I, again, I know on this show, I go back to trivia a lot, but it's what I know inside and out. It's what I do every fucking day. But I give people a, a card that has three fucking steps that are numbered. One, do this one, do that one, do this one. 80% of people can't fucking do it. Yeah. Because they can't read fucking instructions. Three lines. So, like, they'll read a headline on something that may or may just, you know... I don't even want to say may or may not be true, may or may not be exaggerated one way or another where it's not a realistic account of what's gone on and people just take shit as fact immediately. Like, be careful what the fuck you read. Whatever it you know, is, you know? You know you know what people don't do either is 
it's really easy now, and a lot of news companies do it, where they'll embed yep. a reference in their articles. And yeah. you go check their reference, and sometimes it doesn't match up, but they don't care because they know people aren't hitting them. That's exactly But they're right. they're in there just in case. Like, yeah. hey, we got this source. And then, uh, you know, oh, oh what would you hear about this uh, this acid rain? Well, it was from a you know, drunk homeless bum. Just yelled it at me. Okay. He also yelled at some clouds. I, I but that's where the reference comes from. Now maybe exactly. if you read it, I don't know. You know, it's um, I don't know what to say. It's it, it is You're right. People don't want to. People don't want to read. They don't want to fucking read. They don't want to put the work in. But then they go and they share shit that could be, you know, somebody's fucking misinterpretation of something like that isn't an accurate account. And it's it's I, so just whatever the fuck you read, just. Take that into consideration. <laughs> Case in point, just for me to get on my high horse, that yep. article I sent you that Dave Hayes took the time to type up, he had yep. two references in there, and the link was broken for the Albany one. I believe that was from Dave. Am I right on that? <sighs> I, I sent you now. two separate you did. things. You did. I don't I know did. if that one was from Dave, though. That might have been from the other one. I did put underneath it, like, hey, I checked these two references, the, the Albany link I couldn't find, and the other one, Yeah. take what you will. At least I gave you a heads up, like, I read it. I yeah, can just exactly. send it to you out of the fucking blue. Now, reels are different if we're, you know. We're just dicking around and stuff. That's one thing. Getting into Grampy's cough medicine. Exactly. You know, fucking that happens. But no, I mean, when it's something serious, like you asked me about it, I'm like, I don't know, but it's scaring me. You know, Oh, like, for sure. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Um, any you know, uh, any of our jig heads of- hear anything uh, or or have any any concerns, anything that they're, they're worried about? Uh, I mean. You know, I mean, some some of our jig heads are not necessarily in that affected area. They're they're kind of in in other parts of the country. I totally totally understand that. Um, but you know, it's like it, it's just crazy. There is there's so many other ends of this that we don't talk about this shit on the show intentionally. Um, this story stirred up quite a shit storm, really, uh, yeah. from a lot of the usual suspects. You know what I mean? And it's. That just kind of clouds, I think, a lot of the environmental impact, you know, getting to yeah. the core of like, what the fuck do we do about it? You know? Yeah. Well, obviously set shit on fire. I yep. guess. I don't know. Contr- um, a controlled burn. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's above my pay grade. Yeah. It does still affect us and, or hopefully doesn't affect us. I yeah. don't know. I mean, and I'm not wishing ill will on the people of, of course not. West, Western Pennsylvania and Eastern, Eastern Ohio. It's no just, way. I don't know what else to do other than I hope the degree of damage is limited. That's all, all really. you can do really is, is hope that it's as, as centrally contained as possible. So it has the the smallest impact that it can. Does it yeah. suck? Yeah. You know, it's, it does, but this bananas. is our modern America. It yeah. is. Welcome to it, folks. Welcome yeah. to it. Uh, so we, we do have some tournament stuff to talk about here. Uh, yes. A couple of good things, actually. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, start this up for you there, Sean. Hey, my drums are back. All right. Well, I just want to let everybody know I've been diligently hard at work, making sure that the Chronic Trips and Jigs and Bigs tournaments are set up for 2023, and they are. I've got a couple little tweaks to make. It's all cosmetic that's left, but all of the, the good stuff is there for you folks. So from April to October, through October, so basically April Fool's Day through Halloween, a Jigs and Bigs or a Chronic Trips tournament will be running. It's nationwide. Uh, you can you can fish from the shore. You can fish from a kayak. You can fish from a boat. 
You can use bait. You can use artificials. Follow your state laws and regulations. All right. And you need a catch board. You need a catch board. Yes. All right. Get out there and fish. Turn these things in. Um, again, we're going to be based on the. We're going to be paying cash prizes based on the amount of uh, of entrance, not entries, entrance anglers, folks. And then anybody that does not finish in the money is then eligible for giveaways. We're spreading this out, folks. I'm not. I'm not going to let people. Uh, you know. Just walk away with money and walk away with prizes. Yeah. We're going to spread it out. We're going to make sure everyone gets a shot at this because, again, we want to foster people coming out and fishing and really putting their heart into it and then getting something out of it. That's, so if you don't finish in the money, yep. we're going we're gonna to make sure our sponsors are taking care of you. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. So the, the first one that's opening up this year, April, Chronic Trips, Registration opens on the 15th of the month prior. So March 15th, registration opens for Chronic Trips. Chronic Trips this year has one little thing I want to mention. Special Special. category. Special. Special category. If you catch and turn in a fish of any species, any of the species that are listed uh, in that category, if you turn that in on 420 on April 20th, you will receive a single bonus point. There is no lunker for that category because somebody could turn in a bluegill, somebody could turn in a shark. Remember, it's fresh and salt water. Yep. Um, Rob Drummond. Rob Drummond, I listened to you. I have ears. I put in a drum category. It covers black drum, freshwater drum, and redfish. All right. Rob is now arguing with me that sea trout should be included. Rob, don't push your luck. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little bit of work involved in this. I sat down and did it last week. It's all done. All right. You're welcome. (laughs) Because you got redfish in there. You're in the Gulf, dude. Um, So redfish are in there. Again, it's a hooray. You're welcome. It's a uh, it's a point system system tournament for all of all of you who've never fished either jigs, bigs or chronic trips. You get a single point for turning in a fish of every species listed. Plus a bonus point on 420 for the chronic trips. Plus, there is an any five category, which means you can turn in any fish. The total length of that category receives two points for the for the longest um, total and one point for anybody who turns a fish in that category. Also, for all the rest of the categories, Lunker receives two points. Everybody else receives one. There's only one Lunker per category. Any ties will be judged by I, by myself and Bobby Roast Beef. Um, we're looking forward to having everybody in there and we keep it all transparent so you can see everybody else's shit. The nice thing is, again, they fixed, uh, or they fixed it. They've, they've added this, the total point scoring system so you can see who's, mm-hmm. who's winning based on the, uh, the score that's up. And, uh, we always ask everyone, try to get the fish turned in as early as possible. We hate sandbagging and we don't want to call people sandbaggers unnecessarily. Don't sandbag. Get the fish turned in so that the real time scoreboard can be used properly. If you're a sandbagger, I mean, come on. What the fuck? Um, grow up, I guess. But that's about it. Um, looking forward to seeing everybody in on this. Again, cash only turn, or it's a uh, it's a cash prize tournament with uh, random prizes from our sponsors to be drawn after the uh, the tournament ends, and we'll get them out to you guys. So we're looking forward all year, 2023, baby. I'm gonna do all of them. I'm gonna, uh, Bobby. Did you say you were gonna you're gonna dip your toe in again? I'm doing I'm doing all the jigs and bigs. Okay, sweet. Yeah, there you go. this way I figure I'll have a month on, a month off, a month on, a month off. There you go. So you'll have, you'll have three. You'll have yeah. the uh, the May, the July, and September. Yep. 
Awesome, man. So, Rob, Rob, there you go. You got your drum in there. And, um, yeah, looking forward this year. We got it going. I love it. That's all I got. That's freaking awesome, man. We're, we're out of Dothraki land. We're out of the Dothraki business. And uh, we got to, there's a, a couple of comments that, that came in from our, our previous discussion about the hot topics. Jerry House says he's just had about the Bass Pizzas. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's what a casualty in this whole thing, you know? I mean, the Bass Pizzas are are wonderful. You know, and I got to tell you, dude, I was at Red Lobster. Now, granted, that, 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 that rainbow trout I was eating was probably caught months ago. <laughs> frozen you know so i'm really not too concerned but i was like wow i was like huh i wonder how often i'll be able to do this before you know (laughs) the darkness sets in (laughs) no i'm sure i'm sure i'll if i luck into some stalker trout i'll eat those oh yeah but really man it's gonna be tough with with you know whitefish perch i might do still i mean perch on the eastern side of the state are generally you know, as far as the reports I've seen and the, the documentation, they seem to Safest. have less. Uh, yeah, they yeah. seem to be safer. So, but the western part of the state, unfortunately, man, oh, yeah, we are man. fucking polluted out here. It sucks. It is. It really does. And a, I mean, a lot. This goes back a long time, too, guys. Like all those fucking mill towns that we have out here, like all that factory runoff when goes into so many different river systems over here, and that just gets around. You know, and it's 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 just not worth fucking with. You know, yeah. it's one thing if you have to survive off of off of that as a food source. Like, I get it. But it's another thing if you can make the choice not to. Yeah. You know, it is it is a nice thing. Uh, also, there's uh, Rob chimes in. And he says, yeah, he says, yeah, it's a heavy subject. Uh, so are the refineries around here. He says, I still harvest fish occasionally. I mean, you know, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm with with Sean. It's like you gut hook a fish. And if it's something that is safe to eat, yeah, I mean, you know, smaller is always better. Cold water helps yep. too. Yep. Yeah. For the parasites, I mean, parasites are a whole different issue. Yeah. Most oh, parasites exactly. Don't, Definitely. don't do well in the cold. But uh, yes, but the smaller max size, you know, panfish and yep. um, Your pan yellow fish. perch really for us. Oh, yeah. Yellow perch, you can't get enough of up here. But yep. yeah, it's um, it sucks. I wish I wish our world was different, mm-hmm. but we're, we, this is what we got. I hear you. So let's go ahead. We'll wrap this sucker up. Wow. <laughs> Bobby Rose Beef not fucking around tonight. You, you said you wanted to, wanted to just wrap it up. I, I, I figure we're just going to combine those spots into this break here. We'll go ahead. We'll call it, man. <laughs> You know, we'll just go ahead. We'll keep keep it nice and easy. You know. Hey, hey, everyone! Thanks for listening. <laughs> Fuck your face. Go to bed. <laughs> uh, you know what we say, folks. Uh, no, I, this this is a great show. Uh, I'm I'm glad it's a short show. Uh, but you know, hey, I I said on the first episode, I'm going to let these episodes be as long as they need to be. And you know, we've definitely tested that theory and pushed over the four hour mark twice. This year, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just what in the past month, like I think the past right? month, yeah. No, oh. uh, uh, Noel Roth's episode yep. and the episode I did with Todd Grubbs, those, those are just marathon episodes, and they got great listens. You guys like the big episodes, I, I and they also seem to like the short ones too. You know, they, they can get all that stuff in there, it'll be it'll be solid. So, this weekend is going to see a lot of really great recording, um, and all kinds of other good stuff. There are uh, some folks that are ordering some merch. 
uh, over at uh, jigsandmigs.com. We appreciate that, you guys. Uh, if you want to get yourself all geared up with uh, Jigs and Bigs or Bobby Rose Beef merchandise, you can go ahead and do so. I'm about to drop a new uh, Bobby Rose Beef shirt. That uh, I am? Yeah, it's it, it was one of those things. Like I had taken a picture from one of those apps that does the AI, like where they, they you submit a bunch of selfies and they create a bunch of different images and with like different themes. And there was this one where one of my regular trivia players had, had left a comment on Instagram and or on Facebook rather, and it was so good. But I didn't want to use I felt bad using his like name, so I doctored the image to make it look like it's Kanye commenting on it. All right, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pop that that out there for you guys. But we've got uh, we've got merch available for you, you know, and uh, <laughs> you can check it out. And uh, we'll well, you know, obviously the sportsman show coming up this weekend. That's going to be insane. I mean, just as a little teaser for some of the people that I know for sure that we've got coming out there. We got fishing with Becca. We've got uh, we've got Matt Thayer going to join us. We've got as a matter of fact, Brian Mayo is going to be at the show. I think I don't know. I'm not sure if he's doing a ceremony, uh, a ceremony, a seminar. Or if he uh, is is just having a booth, he might be doing a seminar. Um, so I would definitely recommend checking that out. There is a lot of stuff. If you're into fishing, this show has a lot for you. And as this show goes on year after year after year, they want to include more of the fishing element in it, which I think is just amazing that they want to do. But if you're into into hunting at all, if you're into camping, if you're looking for guided trips, you need taxidermy services, You need this is a great spot to be. And, and it's also a great spot to bring your kids to because there are things for kids to do. They've got trout pool. Well, yeah, trout pool is always a home run. But there's also now this year, there's like a separate like uh, entertainment area for kids. That uh, that that Doug's got set up. He says he's got a couple of really really good entertainers that I think this is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, we got a bunch of good folks that are going to be coming in to visit us. I'm really 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 excited. So this will be a whole lot of fun. And hopefully, if you're there, we can talk with you because we're going to have the the studio away from home set up and ready to go. And uh, we're going to be giving away a bunch of uh, sunglasses too from Torridge. If you want to go ahead and get yourself uh, some new polarized sunglasses, even if it's just a Another pair to keep in the boat or in your bag. It's a great, great backup, and they're they're pretty solid glasses. I really, really do like mine a whole lot. Um, yeah. So I mean, I mean, that's that's what we got going here. Sweet man. Yeah, be fun times. Call it. It'll be it'll be good. And uh, remember, Friday night after the Sportsman Show, if you have your ticket, you're like, man, we really need something decent to eat. Go over to Casa Delisa, across the bridge, go into Aguam, Feeding Hill, Springfield Street, and go to Casa Delisa in the bistro room. I'm going to be doing my game show there that night. Your ticket stub is good for a 25-point bonus. Just bring your ticket stub with you, and uh, we'll go ahead and we'll get you all set up. Get yourself uh, playing some of the Bobby Rose Beef trivia, and, and I'm gonna. I am Friday. I'm gonna try to cater it a little bit toward like the out outdoors. This will be good. Sweet. You know, whether it be hunting, whether it be fishing, whether it be you know animals, whether it be who knows. It'll be interesting. Well, it could be all about jerky. It will be all. It. It will be all about jerky. I want to get someone from the House of Jerky on the show. We're going to talk about dehydrating while we're rehydrating. Slip it in real quick when they say, hey, glad to be here. Go, look, jerky, I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> look, jerky, I don't need to talk to you. 
<laughs> I got problems. I got fucking problems. We, we, it's we true. got problems. It's a collective we. thing. And the family's just growing and growing and growing. So it's going to be good stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap this sucker up, man. I love it. Thank you guys for uh, listening to another episode of Jigs and Bigs. I appreciate you guys. Remember, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening over there. If uh, you're listening to us on Spotify, and a lot of you do, go ahead and leave us a star rating. When you visit the, the main page to see all episodes, you can go ahead and rate us with one to five stars. Go ahead and do whatever you think works. And, uh, and of course, if you want to become a jig head, join us. Join us and be a jig head. Go to jigsandbigs.com. Click the join our Patreon button and you can sign up. It's $5 a month. You get early access to the show, all kinds of good stuff. And uh, like Jay Manning says over here, he says, have a good one there, nits. All right, there, nits. <laughs> what do you say there, nits? What do you say there, nits? What do you? <laughs> what do you got, one of them silly little calzones? There's <laughs> a funny little meatball hero or something. What's going on? <laughs> Anyway, guys, you have yourself a great one. You know how it is. Like we always say, Dits and ass smoke some grass.